Hello and welcome to the Everton Art Me podcast. My name and I'm here with Mond and Paul today to discuss Everton's deserved 4-2 victory uh, over the championship outfit Blackpool. Um, guys, just before we get into the meat and bones of the game, just a wee description from each of these. How, how did that feel? The result, the performance um, and just the overall occasion. I'll start with you, Brownie, first. Go for it, man. Yeah, it felt better today um, compared to that Minnesota game, which was just a car crash of a football match from yeah. an Everton point of view. Um, seemed a lot more determined. Seemed a bit angry today, Everton. The players looked really up for it. Um, I think the formation worked. Yeah, it just felt a lot better. Yeah. Monda, how, how did it feel for you? Yeah, well, I unfortunately didn't get to watch um, any of the other preseason games that I was, you know, flying over Lovely. the Atlantic. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, this one I did uh, get to watch. I came uh, came home from the station, so I catched it, ca- catched it, caught the match uh, about twenty minutes in. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, a couple of those goals. Well, one in particular. I mean, you know. We'll talk. We'll, we'll get to it. I'm sure, but uh, no. I mean, if, I, I didn't think we looked too too terrible today. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was a pretty exciting first 10, 15 minutes. Um, oh, wonderful! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ones I missed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, basically, uh, Everton. But you could tell a lot. A lot of the goings on and wrong home with them. They, they came out with with up their arse basically. Um, first of all, but a play. Broke it out. Long ball uh, to uh, Nathan Patterson. Splendid ball on. Yeah, run on. Let's see where it was landing. And just nicely on the Michael Lenko. They finished for the first goal. Brownie, what do you think of that one? Yeah, good goal. Especially um, me and you and our group chat have been going in quite hard on Nathan Patterson. Maybe it's unfair, but we can only comment on what we've been watching in the last two pre-season games and he just didn't look up to scratch did he but yeah well, he looked, well he, he looked at today I, yeah I spoke about him on we didn't do a reaction for uh, the Minnesota United game because basically even what we have today we're the walking wounded in this podcast a lot of people yeah. are sick a lot of people work on and all their circumstances so we're sort of bandaged up and, and carrying on but you know let, let's not beat around the bush Nathan Patterson did not have a good American trip um no. What was worrying in the, in the sense is that, yes, we know he's been injured and stuff, but you, a lot of the, the things that we've seen, a lot of naivety, a lot of positional issues and stuff, and they're, they're not the sort of things that, that should be affecting you after an injury compared to maybe, say, other issues with your game. So, yeah, there, there was a bit of worry. Um, and not just from us. Basically, you've seen it all over Twitter. Um, the basics of football, we were worried about when we meet the basics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also with this uh, uh, three, four, three, or five, two, three, whatever you want to call it, um, it looks so disjointed on it. Uh, with that wing back on both sides, to be fair, because I don't think Michael Enko was pulling up any trees over there either, to be fair. So maybe the heat and there was other factors, but I think, I think today, um, Patterson and Michael Enko were really, really good. They were, I think, Blackpool, especially in the first half, allowed us to implement that uh, position a lot more. You know, they, they really sit that bit higher on the line and stuff. And one thing I will say is Patterson's vision, like he, he knows where a ball's going. He can see, like say, Michaelenko or if it was Tarkovsky, 
lifting their head. They, they played the long ball. They really knew to get in the space, especially Patterson that first half. And he was off on it. And, and you see him, and he's a real sweet cross on him. Um, fantastic. Yeah, him, him and Michalenko were, were like, they surprised. Well, not so much Patterson, because I've seen him do that for Scotland, but Michalenko yeah. looked like a really good attacking fullback today. Yeah. I know, okay, we've got to take into consideration it's Blackpool, but <laughs> even still, they're weeks ahead of us in preparation because they, they played yeah. their first game next week, so they should be well ahead of us. Well, I, th- I think, too, you know, it's fair to say, too, we've got the climate on our side, whereas we didn't have it over there. That's a lot harder to play in those hotter climates and stuff. They're not used to it. So maybe there's a bit, bit of forgiveness. You know, Everton at the minute is on a knife's edge. We don't need to go into that. Uh, the fan base, or at least the Twitter fan base, anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody's extremely happy with everything going on. So, you know, the Megan Mountains are all over the show. So, but yeah. On that goal, really, really tidy finish, really tidy break, really tidy cross. Um, secondly, I want to I want to talk about uh, the Rondon of Young. You know, just beating the offside trap uh, to get through to put Tom. <laughs> did, he, did he beat goal. the offside trap? <laughs> <laughs> did <he> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he started he started his run about five yards on. He must have slipped the lines linesman a few quid, but. Uh, yeah, he got down there. He took about four or five touches to get himself right. Got the ball in and a tidy wee finish from Tom Davies. He had to finish it when it was put there. So what do you think of that as an overall? Tom Davies, um, another player I've been laying into heavily on Twitter. People will probably come back at me, but I I, I want to be proved wrong by these players. No one, no, can I just say something there? Just No one can criticise any other Everton fan about anyone criticising because every single one of us are guilty of it with someone. And we all want we all want But for Tom Davies, there's not one Everton fan out there I could ever you know, I'll, I'll have it out with them if they're going to sit and say that they have not he is not good enough for Everton because he's so inconsistent and he's he's a victim of his own. If he could add that to his game arriving late in the box, then he's onto something yeah. there because that was brilliant that today. Yeah, it was That's he had a pretty that. good first half. Yeah. Did you catch that goal, Melinda? I didn't know. I it was two nil by the time I had uh, turned it on. Well, um, <laughs> just in time then. So uh, we were cruising. Everybody was happy days. We're playing really. I, I thought we played the, the, that system really well. With don't get me wrong, Tom Davies was doing all right, but I just think if we're going to play that system, I think we need a much better two in midfield. I don't yeah. think that's too unfair to say. Um, but yeah, um, someone someone that we used to have at our, our club, Josh Buller, I uh, turned and had a great effort. Uh, and at Pickford, and Pickford with with a save, we'll call it. And yeah, he's one for the guy. Yeah, yeah, well, Gary Medine, they, yeah. they nod in from about a yard out. So just before halftime, when they caught that one, what did you think? I mean, honestly... Well, it is what it is, right? <laughs> I mean, what, yeah. what can you really say? Um, not, I mean, not great going into like the second half um, to, to have that. It would have been nice, I think, if we kept it as a clean sheet. But, oh, well. One thing, yeah. right, and I, I was thinking, and I'll put it to you, Melinda. Do you think that you've seen how bad we are in corners? And it is, we'll, I, th- I think we'll, we'll have to talk about it as we go through this pod, but do you think the Pickfords, 
terrified of putting the ball out for a corner. Remember the way? Do you remember when we played Stoke when they first got promoted all those years ago? We we uh, Rory Delap, and we were terrified. Absolutely. Yeah, they they were actually looking to give a throw. corner away there. They just didn't want to give a throw in away. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Rory Delap's yeah. just Fonzie Gielka couldn't cope with. Do you think it's it's just that the case we Pickford? Well, maybe it's not. It's maybe tongue and cheek to say this, but you know. Then again, is it that he doesn't want to put the ball out for for a corner? Because we, how you can you have so many big units that are decent on the ball and then just fall the absolute shite that they can't clear a ball? From yeah, a yeah. And no, no, when it comes to Everton and corners, it's just a big fat no for me. Like, um, it's just it's scary. And I think you know we were even saying this in our in our chat. Um, at one point, I was like another corner please you know because there was just it was corner after corner after corner and we all just have to we all hold our breaths you know when when that happens to us but um yeah I just I don't know brownie like what like what, what do you think yeah it's it's like um as you say your heart in your mouth every time yeah the corner you're, you're waiting for for someone to score I'll I am anyway I'm waiting for someone to score I just I, I just wish we were like yeah I I, I just wish we were able to I don't even know who it comes down to at this point, you know, like if it's, you know, whoever's... still zonal marking, it must be. Zonal, I don't know. It's What's wrong fresh- with you? It's just frustrating because you see, you know, we watch, um, you know, um, matches over, you know, like highlights of, of other teams and it's just like, yeah, boom, corner, no problem, out it goes. And then for us, it's just like, oh God, here it comes, you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's going to go in. Like I said to myself every single time, it's going to go in. Thing is, as well, Melinda, if we know this, then the opposite you guarantee the opposition they're going to know it as well. Of course, yeah. they do, right? They know exactly what our weak points are, yeah. and they do anything they can to get a corner out of us. Well, it's no joke. You remember last last season, the game against Burnley, uh, Sean Dice actually openly came out and said that his that his team talk at halftime were these are shite under pressure. Get yeah. the balls on. They can't cope, and he came out and said that to the cameras and stuff. So uh, it's great to see Burnley in the championship, by the way. But uh... what I will say today is, is and I, this is not a Pickford bashing because Pickford's got a, a lot of money in the bank with Evertonians. And now he's oh, he's our best player. Ball. Yeah. That he's first goal player. was, he's trying to be overdramatic because he's got the Everton fans behind him, in my opinion. He's trying to do one for the camp. And the second one, I think you should save it. Yeah, should have done Yeah, I, I, you know, at the end there, I was just, they were showing the, the goals again and, Looking at it, it was like from a different angle, and I was like, "You should have had that one, mate. You yeah, should have yeah. had that one." And the first one, like, what in the world? I was like, "Brother, this is not Cirque du Soleil. Like, let's calm yeah. down. You know what I mean?" Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one for like they look great in like a still photo of it. Looks brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's what he's looking. But it's like the Hollywood scene. But if you're gonna do it, do it in preseason. So, F- fair yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and bash the guy because you know we. I, I strongly believe, you know, you guys said it yourself, he's our best player. And um, he kept us up. Like, I strongly believe that, you know, that save against, um, is it Chelsea? Yeah. Chelsea, right. Save, yeah. save of the season. Like, save of the season. So, I, I love Pickford. This is not a Pickford bash, bashing fest by any you means. But... No, you can be justified. It's, it's, uh, when you're saying it, at the end of the, end of the day, as we say, everything's on a knife, knife's edge with Everton at the minute. But, if you do something as stupid as that, you're going to get criticism, best player or not. You, know, well, so you don't need to defend that. But I, th- I think that's what it is. It's just like I know I'm like I'm like buddy, you know better than that. Like, and that's what I think it came from. Is more like not like a oh, you're shit. It's more like I'm disappointed kind of thing. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. Ah, it's like that's where I think it. That's what I think it is. But we move on. Onward we go, right? So yeah, 
and we, we went down there for half time straight after that. <laughs> um, right, what did you think? Did... Sorry, mate. Can I ask a question? What did you think of the back three? Mm. The back three in the first half. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I liked it in the first half. Uh, I, I thought uh, Jeremy Ned, uh, James Krakowski, and Ben Goffrey was a nice balance. I, I was quite reassured with uh, Ben Goffrey playing on the right right hand side. We've what well, we talked earlier about Nathan Patterson away in the US positionally. The gaps that was left. Um, he was having to. He's not, he's not a slow lad, and you can see him at full pelt trying to break the recover. A lot of things that were coming down his wing, and you seen Tarkovsky having to speak to him a lot in them games, which is quite frustrating. Um, yeah, that that cover was there; the, those legs were there. Uh, yeah. The other side, three, three minute Tarkovsky and Michalenko. Uh, you're you're pretty confident there. It's a Premier League back three, so yeah, I was happy enough. Um, the reason I was the... asking this because remember you saying, if we, you know, if Patterson was to play, he'd need cover behind him. We were thinking yeah. it could be Seamus Coleman, so maybe because of Godfrey, no, but... it could be him. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I, I would never have said that because, you know, one of my biggest points last season that was quite frustrating, um, again, okay, I hate doing these disclaimers, but you all know my love for Seamus Coleman, but one of my biggest issues last season was that he kept being shoehorned into that back three to accommodate Seamus Coleman. He's not a centre-half, so he shouldn't be there. Um, that is where a player who maybe has isn't a master of all his defensive traits and... Uh, ben Goffrey can actually improve as a player as basically Patterson's sweeper in that formation yeah, because he can cover that ground defensively because we've all seen when, when Ben Goffrey, we didn't seen it today when he when he was in the, the other team in Blackpool's half trying to pass the ball. He was getting nosebleeds and his passing was quite off. Um, just some short, some some two Blackpool. So yeah, I think Ben Goffrey in his own half with all that space, no one's no one's beating him for pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can when is Coleman? Is Coleman supposed to be back for the start of the season? Do we know? No, is it September, mid September? They reckon. Oh, damn. Yeah, but well, realistically, no. That that should be enough fire under Patterson. They light him up. They keep him going. But yeah, yeah so- I mean, I like I like the Godfrey beyond. Like you just summed up, great date. Uh, Patterson sweeper. I, I like that today. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gives him that freedom and that confidence. You know, he doesn't have to worry. You know that at all. If, if the play breaks, oh fuck, and I have to drop and drop and drop, and that way, then he's all over the place, and then he's ball watching, he's ball chasing, and he's not aware. Well, from what I've seen in the US, when he's running onto the ball, he's not aware. He's not aware of what's going on on with him, so he's it's nearly like laser pinpoint sight. You try and get in, you get that block in because he does try and zone and just to, to close and block the balls. Any good fullback should, but yeah, I just think with Godfrey there, he can actually drop in a more competent state. With all due respect, to him. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that's the right place for it. Then you can have Yerry Mina lying deep because he's made pre- respectfully got the last legs, and you've got Tarkovsky playing off the left with Michaelenko. Um, yeah. Tarkovsky can pass with both feet, so it, I really like that balance. To be honest, it would also yeah. save Mina's legs as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, yes. massively. Well, Mina gets that extra few yards. Yeah, going ahead, Melinda. No, I was just agreeing to Paul's point because well, we all know how you know precious those legs are. So um, yeah. I think we have to do whatever we can to sort of improve you know his chance of staying well fit essentially yeah well i don't think it was any secret that basically it looked like a training game that near the entire first half until that mistake from uh pickford because they 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 couldn't do anything against that back line really yeah and i think it actually paid a lot of it actually made that midfield look a lot better than it actually was with all due respect 
Um, but anyway, so we came out in the second half. Clearly Lampard wasn't happy about it because we were turning the screw again. The ball came in, flashed across the box. Michalenko, the other fullback, getting an assist. Um, putting the ball across, Deli Alley, just arriving nicely in the six-yard box. They not tap the ball in. We didn't have another horror show like we had in Minnesota. We got the goal. So, guys, what do you think of that goal build-up? And, and uh, Deli Alley, who is quite the talking point on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> yeah. what do you think? Start with you, Brownie. I thought the goal was a, a very another well worked goal. Got the uh, full backs involved again, and that's what Ali. We want Ali to be like a listen. He's not a similar player to Tim Kale, but Tim Kale arrived late in the box, similar to Frank Lampard in a way. He was like that. You want someone on the end of it. Um, yeah, I thought Delhi Ali was the best player in the second half personally. Like, yeah. Ronda, how do you feel about that goal? Yeah, it was a nice, very nice touch from uh, Delhi. Absolutely, um, and we all know. I mean, it's no secret. I'm, I'm like his biggest fan. So, um, <laughs> but are you going nice. to leave any for us? Because you're claiming all of them at the manager. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's some on my naughty list. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but no, I was it Mike King? Graham, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, to be honest with you, even like taking this off the pitch as well. I, I think this is going to do wonders for his like confidence. And I think sort of, you know, going forward into this season, I, I think this might be a bit of a turnaround for him. It was, it was great to see him. He was, in my opinion, he was very creative today as well. Yeah. Um, seeing the way, you know, he, he was with the ball and, and um, yeah, I was, it, it was a great assist from, it was Mikolenko, right? That, uh, yeah. pass the yeah, ball yeah great great assist yeah. he was brilliant today by the way brilliant yeah. um yeah wonderful little tap um from from delhi there and for the second did did he get the goal as well did it yeah. go to him he did yeah, okay yeah. I, I thought so yeah yeah no it was it was it was great right place right time and he just knew <laughs> he knew where to be so good on him we'll take goals like that all season little tappings like all you day. know I, i've heard people on twitter and you know in real life talking about him. So, the only score happens. Well, you've got to be there to score it. Not, I'll take that. What's the thing? You know, you, you you need to see where the ball is moving. You you need to sort of before the ball is going to do it. Like, and he he kind of has that cre- like I said that creativity about him, which we all we all know. Um, but now to see him actually putting that into effect, I think is now it's a perfect time. Yeah. Well, it's a thing we've all discussed. Um, I know we discussed it months ago when, when he signed when we actually just started the podcast but the thing we were talking about was you know we're, we're, we're pretty short up front we're pretty short for and you know what I'm a bit whenever we see these formations stuff and when Deli Alley's been in the team he's sort of shoehorned in these spots frustratingly for myself um, would you not like to see it as a case of right Caliber Loon if it's not working Deli Alley's going on the false nine mm. um, and yeah oh. I don't need to go from Ronald because you know what Rondon done what Rondon does. And, you know, he didn't do bad today. He linked up play quite well. He did today, you know, no disrespect, you know, because he did all right. Um, I think in, in the US, he actually did a lot better than maybe Calvert-Lewin done on the pitch. Um, I'm a yep. very big Calvert-Lewin fan, but I'm big enough to say that he, I know he's been isolated and stuff, but that's always, it's always, you can, you can argue that and say, well, you can be isolated or you can get yourself into the game. Um, but, you know, and, and find a way to make it work. Uh, I know he's a different golf player, like, but Wayne Rooney was that sort of player. 
um, he would have it would have tracked in the midfield and started <laughs> creating fouls and everything. And his teammates knew he's going to give us death if we don't start getting in, getting him into the game. Now I know they're completely different players, but I think in this and that mindset, Calvert Lewin maybe has to do a wee bit more there. But would you not like to see Deli Alley come on in that? Um, I think the last player that we had come on that played the false nine so well was Stephen Naismith. Again, all completely different players, but it's the same format. Deli Alley got in there yeah. today, got himself two goals. He was. We're starting to see more and more snidness from him, so I don't think he's shining around the squad anymore. I think he's he's getting more of a voice. So if, if you're that, if you're in that dump in the pitch, you're definitely a lot more confident in your surroundings. Yeah. So I would would you is that something you would like to see? It's something I would like to see. I think Deli Ali's Spurs days he was far better through the middle. He was brilliant coming off long balls before Vertonghen used to always find him. He would nod it on. He would play real sublime passes out to Kane and stuff, and he could just sneak in and out. Just Deli Ali's quality if you can play him in the right way. Um, if yeah. he is, I know it's preseason and I know it's premature, but if he is starting to get a wee bit of a wee bit of his former self back, surely the state that we are in as Everton Football Club, regardless of what we need to pay Spurs over over uh, what's the, over performances and appearances, you know, surely we should be trying to tap into that the best we can and actually giving him a settled position because, as I say, this. Deli Alley, where's he playing? He's out right. He's sort of in centre midfield. He's out left. You know, I can't be arsed for that. To be honest with you, a player for his quality needs to just you're on there, and that's your that's your job. You know, you, you would you didn't throw James Rodriguez about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is something that he's shown in training as well. Maybe Lampard is already aware of this. Like we don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, we've heard positive things about him being you know in training, and he's you know looking like top shape and this and that. I mean, I know those are things that we have heard previously and, you know, it, it hasn't really been there when it's come to pitch time, but um, maybe now, like, you know, maybe this is, this is his time, which I mean, God, as Evertonians, our fingers are crossed for that. Um, but yeah, maybe this, it, I, I completely agree with you, Graham. Like, I think that would be something that, I mean, that might be his answer. Yeah, I hope so. Cause uh, the question is baffling. I don't think any of us know what <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the, the question is really but here's hoping but yeah so th- things sort of tamed down a few more changes all over the show mm-hmm. uh, Blackpool are putting on more of Everton's former reserves um, and then we've seen Blackpool pulling all our one back so we've seen just as mentioned in Everton's reserves there we had uh, Luke Garbutt's corner coming in and Callum Connolly who was uh Tipped to be the next big thing in our midfield like three or four years ago. Heading past us, um, I can say. Just a goal coming off a corner again. Pickford yep. should have done a lot better. Uh, you had Rondon, you had James Tarkovsky standing close. You had someone else to you that I didn't catch who it was. But three or four, three or four Everton shirts around Callum Connolly and he's able to head it in and head close to Pickford. Just again, not good enough. A bit worrying. Um this is something needs ironed out, Bernie. Bernie, what are you thinking here? Yeah, this is this is a massive problem for Everton. It's been a massive problem for Everton for the last few years now. It's just yeah. um, like we, we touched on it before. You you get a corner against you, you sat in your seat in the ground. You're like, oh for fuck's sake, here we go again. You're just yeah. waiting for something to happen all the time. Um, I don't know whether it's zonal. I don't. I don't know because it, I thought Tarkov she coming in and coming in just aired everything out. But it, you could actually point the finger at him for that goal there. Mm. Um, I still think the keeper should have saved it though. I do. I really believe the keeper should have saved that one. 
Yeah, again, it was like looking to the skies, hand in the air, the other one out by his side. It's just taking your eye off the ball, Pickford, and that's ultimately it. Um, for me, anyway, that's that's what I took from it. It was just like your eyes not in the ball. Someone's just gonna gonna have to go out and just try and wipe everyone out to get that ball away. That's that's the only way you can do it. With Zonal Martin, someone needs to just go and meet it. I thought and I think I thought it would be Tarkovsky and, and it could be Tarkovsky. Well like yeah. you say, it's pre season, let's get it all out of the way now. But the corners are a very big concern for me, like going forward. I just I just don't think that we're in any position where we can be experimenting with anything really. I think it should be just find a formula or two and, and get up there and just when it comes to Defending corners, all bar one, back, and just just attack it. Just attack the ball. You have your attackers and have your people on the line and hope for the best because at the moment it just looks calamitous. Fair, but fear not. We managed to pull one more back, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Just one, just, just one comment about the corners. I just feel like saying, stop nosing around and keep your eye on the bloody ball and just watch yeah, it. Exactly. Like, that's what I feel like saying to them, like that it yeah. wouldn't be a problem. Like, I'm not sure if they're just, what, they're out to lunch or something. I don't know what the problem is. But like, yeah, corners, like you said, Brownie, I got to agree with you on that one. That That's one big gulp for me this season is, is corners. Well, it's like when you can see the goal, you can see all the players looking at each other as if to say, was that you? No, it was you. No, it was you. No, it was you. It's just like I'll just get on with it. One of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Christ! But, um, <laughs> but ultimately, though, we we did we did get the final goal. Mm-hmm. The game through Delhi Alley again. Um, Monday is right. Is right. Yeah. No. Um. I. I. I'm honestly. I'm like. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for the lad. Um. Like I said before, I, I think that's um. I don't, I don't like I we always talk about certain players kind of having that like a confidence thing right so I, I I feel like he might be one of those kind of players um I think it might play quite a bit on him maybe like a mental health thing as well for for him so I know it's a it's a preseason game you know but um I think those two goals today are gonna hopefully kind of give him a little bit of a bit of a push um kind of seeing him play in that you know that false nine I think um I mean that that might like I said that might be it that might be the answer I mean I the question I don't know what the question is but that's the answer so there you go but um I fully back him I I think um he's a he's a sound player I I think he's going to be good good this season for us and I will stand behind that yeah well I I just think and, and Bernie just on that so Deli Alley goal so like Patterson took the ball and I just I remember now he just he popped the foot out of his you know sorry he popped the ball out of his feet just teed it up and it was a lovely ball and, and Deli Alley's finish to get ahead of the centre forward and just angle his foot that it just goes nicely up and over the goalkeeper that was a really good goal I don't it's think a good goal. It's, a brave, it's a brave finish that as well yeah yeah you know, you've got a goalie coming in at you and a defender you put yourself yeah. in the middle of them to get to, to get the goal yeah I think with Deli Alley what Melinda was saying before is your mental health stuff got, this lad has been broken down in the press yeah, on the press annoyed. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's what I was you gonna know. say. On Amazon yeah. Prime, he just absolutely ridiculed him. Mourinho destroyed him. Yeah. So he's probably come to Everton now. And you said that earlier on, he, he probably does feel like an Everton player now. He's probably got mates in the dressing room now. He, I've heard in interviews they all mention his name, how funny he is and stuff like that. So maybe he's one of the lads now. And it, you know, it sounds like really something What? Yeah, they, they said he's funny without, without really. knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> But that was that seemed to be one of the biggest scrapes that uh, uh, Mourinho had with him. 
it was like your head's not on it. it. It was like you're, you know, you're not giving enough effort and and your concentration. You know, it, it was talking about all those things. Jamie called him. He actually called him a lazy bastard. I a lazy bastard. You know what yes. I mean? So, See, like so, that's in my opinion, like just that that just frustrates me to no yeah. end. Like there, there there's a line. There's a yeah. line, and like you crossed it, like by doing that to someone like that. That actually, you know what? And I was just gonna say, uh, just going back to his goal quickly it was just effortless like that was yeah. like what i saw in that today it was just effortless and i think sometimes in in any aspect of you know sports or any aspect of life in your work your job when we overthink things and we try too hard and we overdo something you destroy it yeah, and i fail. think and i think that's probably what's maybe going on is is he's heard all this crap about him and he's like okay well you know i gotta try hard i gotta do this gotta do that and then also comes a point where you just break and, and then you just stop giving a shit right and that that could also have happened as well but but i think but today it was just it was effortless and i'm like that's it lad like that's it just it's just effortless it just comes to him naturally and like that's the brilliant thing about him as a footballer it's it's natural and he just needs to let it happen and just just continue to you know continue on today what what he was doing yeah yeah do you not think as well i think with with the personality like delhi too you just have to let him be himself just yeah. what makes you play better. And if you have that sort of talent and ability, that's the sort of players you should be like, well, if he's comfortable, he can be a winner. So we have to find that way to, to have him at ease rather than that whole... Uh, thing is, Graham, he's a player who's not going to run around like an headless chicken. And to a yeah. lot of managers and a lot of supporters as well, they go, look at him, how lazy he is. But that's, it's just not his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you he's know not going to run around aimlessly. Don't get me wrong, he can do it, but... He, He's more of a but, finesse type footballer. He, he's give me the ball and I'll make something happen. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah but he, and he's also a player who thrives up route one. As I was saying before, he yeah. plays really well off a long ball and you know, catching teams when they're turning. You know, that's where he's done some of his best work. But like, you think when he gets that loose in his game, like you think back to that goal for Spurs against Man United where, where he flicks it over, I can't remember if it was Shaw or... Or blunt or whoever it was, but I just remember an absolute sublime finish. And you know what? That's that, that comes through uh, thoughtless play, and that's not thinking about your job. And you can see how stiff we are as a team because everybody's so uptight and thinking. You know, we need to get find that looseness in our team and that fluidity. So I think we'll find a way. But uh it's pretty promising there. Um, I don't think any player now has shown the way Daly Alley did today. I think the fullbacks massively brilliant. Two assists for Patterson. Two fantastic crosses from Patterson. Something we've been craving for a good while from fullbacks. No mm. disrespect to Shane Coleman, but last time we had a fullback across the ball half decent was Jibril Sadibe. Um, let's hope we never see or hear or mention that name again. Um, <laughs> but, you know, ultimately then Patterson again, or sorry, Patterson with two assists, Michaelenko with an assist and a goal. Uh, like it or not, I think you're going to see this formation going forward. Um, mm. going to do that, but... One thing I will speak about. A goal for Tom Davis as well. You can't forget him. Yeah. And a goal for Tom Tom Davis. Yeah, not forgetting him. But what I will say is, was coming to was the midfield. We need to see in that midfield. Oh, it it needs, yeah. We need need some major surgery in there. We We have a trauma in the midfield. Um, Just just in typical Everton fashion, going to go through a couple of players who may be underwhelmed today. Um, For me again, I think maybe... Anthony Gordon didn't yeah. have his greatest game again for us, unfortunately. 
Um, I, I doubt it's in it. We all assume that there may be a bit of second season syndrome, and I get it. It's three games in the preseason, two games in a mega hot climate. Today he tried some things. I think he, he didn't get the rub of the green on a few incidents with the referees, so don't know if there's a bit of a hangover of Anthony Gordon as a diver floating around him, but yeah, yeah I, think- I just thought it was a bit underwhelming today. I think he needs to slow it down. Yeah, Melinda, I- what do you think? No, I was just going to say, I think he was kind of pissing the ref off <laughs> quite a bit today. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I love it. Like, I'm like Anthony Gordon's number one fan. We're like both little, little blondies. I love his hair, by the way. I don't know who hates oh, it, but I love awesome. it. I love it. He looks, <laughs> he looks amazing. Nothing worse than a ginger trying to mask being you're ginger. Just, you're just, you're just jealous. Graham, you're Flash. jealous. Flash you're gold. Flash gold. He, can have, he, he can have that hair. I'm not jealous. It's all his. No, um, but I, th- I, I think the gingerism, that's what I say. Unite all gingers. I just, I just think, yeah, the, the, the diving maybe is a bit is. I don't want that to become an issue this season, and that's kind of what was going through my head today. Yeah, Bernie, anyone else for you? Underwhelming. Don't say me, Michael King, because he's always underwhelming. Someone better. Um, <laughs> that definitely is going to say Michael Keane weren't you Brownie so Michael Keane's Michael Keane that's just the way he is isn't he yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe a Wobie we haven't seen the best of him in pre-season but yeah I, I, I would agree you've yeah. got to look at it a Wobie and Gordon gave absolutely everything last year, at the yeah. end of last season and they've, they've been working hard in America in the searing hot sun apparently mm. they were like top of the charts and for all the fitness stuff and they might just be a bit tired mightn't he but I'm not. Yeah, worried, I, like, I don't think it will be. Was too bad. I just. I think. I think the golfing class was 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 so, was there so much against Arsenal because we were so poor and so varan that he actually got his foot in the ball against Arsenal and actually looked looked better. So actually, I, I didn't think he had that bad a time in that game. Um, Minnesota right off for everybody. Um, yeah. I didn't think he was that bad today. I just didn't think. Yeah, he was as influential as he has been in the past, but I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, what did you think about the Corey? Because I thought he did some decent things today, and then I thought he was just same old sort of path forward or sideways. You know, the Corey I think, is, is stuck for a position, a role in the team at the moment. Yeah, that's what he I was aiming towards. Yeah. He doesn't know what he should be doing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, though. If you're going to play this 3-4-3 three, three, or 5 two, three, whatever. Like, those two are specialists. Like, he's know that I'm a wee bit of an Awobi fan. But you know what? Even I struggle to think, right, well, he's going to have to fight for one of these wing positions because, or, or or the right wing back spot because I don't think he's going under a two-man midfield. I just don't. I think in a three-man, four, three, three, Alex Awobi's in the eight all day. But if you're doing that, the uh, three, four, three, I struggle to find where he's going in that centre mid. So, uh, we, need, we need a six. We need someone who can take the ball. Full yeah. backs and helping them drive up the field, they drop and they make it a four when it goes that way. And we need what uh, we need sort of another just uh, a box to box midfielder. Then, yeah, we, Alan, can't, what did, we can't have Davis and Decorey against Chelsea. No, oh, no, no. Well, that, that's what I'm politely leaning towards yeah. without being hitful because Davies got a goal, Decorey wasn't too bad, but yeah, it's it's a bit. It's a bit worrying that that's the two that started every single game. I know they're trying to sell Gomez, but he needs to be fit to sell. Where the hell has he been? He's been nowhere. Um, I don't. I'm assuming Calvert Lewin and Gray were injured today. I haven't heard nor seen yeah, anything it was about a, that. A, a precaution. They were out as a precaution. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what that means. Like precautionary 
due to illness or like injury i i'm not sure i probably felt something and we twinged and they're just like i reckon we covered lou and he's gonna be wrapping cotton ball till he gets a few competitive games under him to be honest well, if he was, ever does anything he'll be benched i, I was thinking oh i just heard an echo uh, i was just thinking as well can you guys hear me okay yeah okay yeah. i was just uh, thinking as well they all just traveled right yeah and like covid is rampant right now so like i really? was just Paul. um yeah i i was all that was kind of going through my head as well as like then any of them get sick possibly yeah Yeah. possibly yeah could be a lot of factors as you say just um fatigue yeah heat stroke anything could be anything could it yeah exactly well either either way uh that's that's that was a great uh result anyway for Everton fans and the team alike absolutely coming through, yeah coming through four two winners against Blackpool and our third pre-season, pre- pre-season game before our uh, our final pre-season game against uh, Dinamo Kiev on Friday I believe so yeah uh, good one for the Blues and uh, here's on to the next one Melinda and Brownie thanks very much guys and uh, we'll catch you in the next one Everton aren't we Everton, aren't we? Everton, aren't we? Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton, aren't we? podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your Evertonian friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we try to build this thing up. Alternatively, you can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAWpodcast. And if you have anything else you'd like us to discuss on the show, then please reach us via email at eawpodcast at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by 3 Transport Refrigeration Limited. They offer refrigerated transport breakdown coverage nationwide 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can check them out at www.3trl.co.uk or you can call them on 01925 550333. Go ahead and check them out for all your transport refrigeration needs.